welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about trap questions. Hey friends, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. How are y'all doing? I got a request for a podcast on trap questions, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this today. But before we dive in, I just want to make sure if you haven't heard yet, I'm going to be on maternity leave in June. So if you are really wanting to dive in and start getting coached and start working on your relationship anxiety, now is the time. So go over to my website, mikelkristen.com. And sign up for the free video on dealing with relationship doubts. And that'll give you the opportunity to book a consult to see if working together might be a good fit. I don't have a lot of spots open. So if you are like ready to go all in and ready to really start on this work, now is the time. So reach out and let me know. Now, let's talk about trap questions. So we see people on TikTok, this has become very much a thing that people will do for entertainment, is to ask these sorts of trap questions to their partner. Things like, would you rather get paid $100 and kiss the prettiest girl or kiss me? Or would you still love me if I was a worm? All these like random little questions that people have done and will watch for entertainment to see the spouse's reaction or partner's reaction um, because naturally they're a little bit uncomfortable for the partner because there's not really a great way to respond to these questions. Um, But with relationship anxiety, we particularly like to grab onto questions Now, maybe you've done more goofy ones, or they might present themselves in a more serious form. So they might sound things like asking, you know, would you still love me if this thing happened? Or, you know, do you think this girl is pretty? So it could be these very explicit questions that we ask to try to figure things out in our relationship. Or sometimes they are present themselves in a little bit more of a sneaky form. So they might sound like creating these hypothetical scenarios, asking our partner a question just for fun. I I know who one for me was I had fears around like, well, what if, you know, our parenting styles don't align? What if we're different in that way? And so I would just create these hypothetical scenarios of, well, what if our kid does this or does that? And I (laughs) would look to see his response of like how he would handle it and what he would do for this child that did not even exist yet. (laughs) It might sound like, tell me a little bit more about your relationship with God. And it might sound so innocent and like just this genuine conversation. But really the reason you're doing it is because you're afraid that he's not spiritual enough or that maybe God isn't going to bless your relationship. So 
when we're asking these questions, the way we know it's a trap question, again, because they can sound so sneaky and we might not even totally realize it's what we're doing, is pausing and asking yourself, why? Why am I wanting to ask this? Am I just genuinely curious about his spirituality or what his parenting style would be? Or is there a fear here I'm trying to address? Is there a fear I'm trying to solve? And while we might initially just be like, yeah, it's curiosity, I want you to be really honest with yourself. Because if this question feels like I gotta ask it right now, feels like this itch, that maybe feels satisfying to ask him or her one question and then your brain follows up with more questions and more questions, we now have this unsatiable desire because our partner cannot say enough things to compensate for or relieve our fear. There really isn't. So often when we keep asking these same questions or getting creative with different flavors of it, we might actually end up digging ourselves into a deeper and deeper hole. Where maybe our partner says something that temporarily makes us feel better, but in the end, we're never totally satisfied with it. And we want more and more answers from them to know for sure everything's going to be okay. So this, these trap questions are so, so not useful to you. As much as they maybe might satisfy that desire in that moment, long term, they're actually going to feel your anxiety more. So first is having awareness of knowing, you know, like what are the questions that I sometimes ask from this place of fear and anxiety? What are some of those fears that I'm trying to relieve? And I keep digging by asking more and more questions. And two is to recognize it really doesn't help. Even thinking back to previous times that you've tried this before, did it actually solve the problem? If you asked him yesterday, If he still loved you and he said yes and you felt better, but yet you find yourself here the next day spinning out and wondering and being consumed in that exact same question and wanting to ask him again or wanting to ask him a different flavor of it of what will you love me forever? (laughs) It's not a productive question to ask. Notice how it didn't actually solve the problem to be asking your partner. And so thinking back to past times where you've been spinning out these questions and really reflect on what happened after the fact, did it actually really solve the problem or was it just a temporary fix? So being able to recognize this really does not help. This does not solve for my fear at all. And then Asking yourself rather than asking the question to your partner is what are you trying to protect yourself from with this question? Whatever you're wanting to ask your partner, like say you really want to ask, do you love me? What is the fear you're trying to protect yourself from? 
whatever that fear is, is knowing these trap questions are not going to protect you from that fear. They really won't. Because asking it once would have been enough for you. But your brain is still consumed in needing to ask again and again. Because the possibility of your fear of heartbreak, of hurt, of divorce, of whatever it is, still exists no matter how well your partner answered the question. The question and the answer is never going to be enough to satisfy or permanently stop the fear. So no matter how many times you ask it, no matter how many different versions, it will still show up there. So knowing that, of like one, catching yourself with these questions, and two, having awareness of this really is not helping me at all. <laughs> because part of us really, really believes it is. So just that awakening in and of itself is so powerful to know, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. And this is not really getting me anywhere. <laughs> because we cannot change, we can't do anything different until we realize what we're currently doing. And understanding why we're doing it. What are you trying to protect yourself from? Just that awareness in and of itself is so powerful to start shifting your habit of asking trap questions. Now, we have to be willing to be disciplined and actually practice not following through on these questions every time they come up. So, when you feel that desire come up to hurry and ask a question or test them and see how they respond, is I want you to actually flip the question back to you. What is going on for me right now? Why do I feel this intense desire to test them? Why do I want to ask this question right now? If you know why, it can really help from engaging in it. So again, if you're on to yourself of like, I just want to ask and know how good he is with parenting or like what he's going to, how he's going to approach it. I just want to understand that. But if you know, like for me, realizing, wait, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm afraid that we're too different, or I have this fear that maybe one day he'll be controlling, that the question has nothing to do with genuinely wanting to understand him or where he's at, and 100% to do with serving my own agenda of making sure my fear will not become true. So really bringing yourself back to like, hey, when you notice that desire for the question come up and you're wanting to hurry and blurt it out, is flip it back to, wait, why am I doing this? What's going on for me? And then I want you to really, really slow it down. So often these questions just come with these little tiny voices just saying, just ask this, just this once. It'll feel better. You'll get some relief. You can finally solve for this. You just need to ask this one thing. Our brain is so, so, so talented at justifying things to us. 
we know this. We see it in so many aspects of our life. We make a goal or commitment to stop eating sugar or to watch less Netflix or not get on our phone. And our brain will so sneakily be like, but let's just check this last thing on Instagram. Or we're just going to watch one more episode and then we'll get to our homework. (laughs) Our brain is very sneaky little salesman. So you have to be aware of when that trap question comes up and you're like, ooh, let me hurry and ask that, is notice how your brain's going to justify it to you. Even though now you have this awareness of this really is not helping me or getting me anywhere, is your brain is going to try to sell you on it and going to try to justify to you why it's okay and why it's not that big of a deal. And you just need to do it just this once. So hear that voice but realize you don't have to respond to it. You don't have to ask the question. Like just because your brain says, ooh, just check Instagram right now real quick, doesn't mean you have to do it. Take a big breath, a big deep breath in. Let yourself go on a walk. Redirect your attention to something else. Maybe actually something that you could be curious about with your partner. Like what was going on in their day. Or telling them something that's been going on for you. Wait and not ask the question right now. As much as your brain says you have to ask right now, is be willing to just wait a minute to slow it down. Fear acts in urgency. So if you are willing to take time, to take a big breath, to not react when that thought or question pops up into your head, you're going to have so much leverage over it. And then as you wait, is reminding yourself nobody wins by me asking this question. My partner does not feel more loved or connected with me when I ask this question, and I don't feel more loved or connected with them. This question just digs me into a hole further and reminding yourself that, reminding yourself that it's really, really not worth it, even though it feels so appealing in the moment. And then that's where we just get to practice Allowing for whatever emotions and fears come up for you when we don't react to that question. When we don't immediately give in is being able to just sit with yourself and all of the discomfort and feelings that might be going on. And know that this gets easier and easier. I think often we get discouraged because we maybe might have a time or two where we're able to not ask a trap question. We have that little win, but then, you know, we start doing it again and we're like, crap, this is, I'm stuck in this. I can't get out of this. But being able to keep perspective of, you know what, this is a skill you're developing. This is just like working out, which means it's going to take some time. It's going to take some practice and some effort. And sometimes I'm going to fail at it and, and that's okay. I really, really think that it is a muscle that we develop. And over time, 
the more confidence and strength we have in, I'm not going to ask him this question. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with my partner because we, we know it doesn't go anywhere. The more easy it becomes to not do that in the future. So give this a try. Be an, If you didn't know that you're doing trap questions, if this is like totally new for you, I want you to just watch it and look for it. Like what ways, like either really obviously or very sneakily, am I like trying to solve for things in my relationship? And just create more of that awareness for yourself. Or if you've known that this is something you do, is practice slowing it down, taking a big breath in that moment, being willing to turn the question back to you and what's going on for me rather than hurrying and putting it on them. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You guys have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye. Bye.